the after show, but later. After, after. Do it for Johnny. For all the Carl. Three hours ain't enough. You look like a fucking monkey. I call this the big black machine. If they can't even fit inside the building. That's what I love about these high school girls. Fucking monkey. I get older, they stay the same age. Then you'll have your fits in the studio. We can't stop them. Take, take good easy. morning, everybody. What's up, Johnny? What up? It's weird because you said good morning. <laughs> yeah, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're listening to it. But this week, um, we have a lot of shit going on. We have Archie telling a couple of stories that were interesting. Oh, yeah. That, then, that, that story was pretty crazy. I liked it. Oh, I wanted to talk about Archie laughing like a woman that you mentioned last week. Oh, yeah. Then they also talked about um, what you do with your deceased parents' things and who takes care of the arrangements. The shorts and pants. And, yeah, there was a lot of shit this week. So let's go ahead and get into it. What's what's up? What do you have on your, well, your... Did anything pop out that you were like instantly, fuck, I want to talk about that. Yeah, well, I'll just get right into um, Archie's laughing like a woman. I remember last week you had talked about Archie and you said um, you had you had texted them or something. Mm-hmm. And you were like, um, is there a woman in the studio or whatever? Yeah, well, like, who's that woman laughing hysterically well, in the background? <laughs> on Monday, it was actually Monday show. They had, um, I don't know what they had said. And if I remembered, I could have pulled the clip. But Archie laughed so fucking hard. He couldn't, he like could not hold it in. And it sounded like an old black lady just laughing, you know? Yeah. It was and um, it only happens, he only sounds that way when he thinks something's like super, super hilarious. Yeah. And he can't help it. He just like fucking like starts belting it out and <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah, that cracked me up, man. But it's funny, Doug, because it's really, it's really high. Like his voice isn't that high, but his mm-hmm. laugh is like, it gets like, hits like a really high pitch. Yeah. Well, I guess he can hit high pitches because he sings yeah, and that high ass voice when he's doing that um, soul glow yeah. song. His um, yeah, his voice is actually kind of high, but when he freaking laughs like that, like that, where he can't, you know, it's like a legitimate. It like I can't peeks out and it. shit. Huh? Yeah, but there was yeah, there was a lot of shit. Um, what was something that stood out to you this week? Um, I guess we could just sort of start from the beginning. Mm. Um, and Archie's story was Monday. Yeah, so. that's actually what I, I have as one of the first notes, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, he got fucked up, and he cried a lot. He was crying the whole night, <laughs> and he was like, and what sucked for him, dude, was, like, that was a new group of people, he said. Yeah. So, that's, like, first impressions are everything. Yeah. And I know in that scenario, he could still be saved and shit, because if he kicks it again, and he's funny, and that's a story they could laugh about at him, or whatever. Yeah. If it'd be different, like, he'd be ruined if he was, like, a dick. Yeah. Like an angry drunk dick that night and was like fucking mean to everybody and saying like stupid comments. Yeah. Then um, he probably couldn't recover, you know, if yeah, it was that scenario. Yeah. But since he was just crying and shit. And yeah. it was funny because uh, Cavino was all like, what the fuck was he crying about? Like, what were you crying about, Archie? Like, yeah. that's what I want to know. And for real, that's what I was curious to do. And he's just like, I just want to make sure everybody's okay. He was like on one of those tips and shit. And did he say, I, I don't remember if he actually ended up taking the molly or he he just passed on it he oh i don't remember that part yeah he, he i remember said, them saying something about it but i didn't hear that what happened somebody yeah, had a molly well i guess somebody had molly and they offered it to him i think if i'm not mistaken he said he was fuck no if he had that molly he would have been feeling good and shit he, he would not he, have been crying yeah he was right there in his he was at least conscious enough to decline it if mm-hmm. i'm not mistaken but 
that's funny because Doug, I haven't had one of those crying nights. I don't know in how fucking long, but when it hits you like it did Archie, there there ain't no turning back. You Doug, know? that's like those crying nights. That's like when you're in your early early. Well, I guess he is in his early twenties, huh? Yeah. Well, he's like yeah, like twenty four. And you're like beyond like fucked up, and you're just like man. I don't know what it is. It could be anything, <laughs> yeah. dude. You know, yeah. Like I set it off. That's so funny. But Doug. the funny thing to me is, it's not like he was with friends that he's known for his whole life. And for he's like, real. I and love you guys, and I just haven't out. seen you forever. But yeah. it was just new people, and he's like. That was the weird part to me. For because, real. Because I could see, like, you're chilling. Say you're even having, like a, like, a bonfire or something. You and your friends are sitting around drinking or whatever and taking or shots. I, I can't remember. Did you see if there was any, like, hot chicks there or no? I don't remember. Because maybe it was, like, he was all fucked up, and he thought he could be, like, Mr. Sensitive and be like, oh, I just want to make sure everybody's okay. Yeah. And then he accidentally, like, really got into that mode and shit and was, yeah. like, started crying and shit. <laughs> I no, I, I thought you were going to say um, you didn't know if he was trying to be extra sensitive, like, as, like, like his game. But yeah, that's what I'm saying, as his game at first, but then he was so fucked up, he really, like, <laughs> talked himself into being all sensitive and shit. So you know what I mean? Like Covino, when he talks about smoking weed, he's like, I don't know how people think this shit's fun. I always end up in the bottom of my shower in a little ball crying. And that's why I was like, no, Archie didn't take no Molly. He definitely, even though um, he could have, you know, he mm-hmm. definitely didn't because he would not have been all crying and shit. And, well, forgive my, my ignorance, but... Is, is Molly like, uh, is it like meth and ecstasy or some shit or what yeah, is it? Yeah, it's, it could be really like a combination of anything. You can call it anything, Molly. But yeah, yeah. It, I think it has like MDMA and, um, and amphetamines in it. Not yeah. meth, but amphetamines. Yeah. So it's like an amphetamine based drug. So it kickstarts you and then, and like, then the, the MDMA like, well, it's the feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but so yeah. it's basically like the best of all party drugs, I guess. Yeah. But that shit can like overheat you if you fucking go too hard and oh, yeah. I fucking actually, get like heat stroke. I think I saw a documentary um on HBO, like one of those mm-hmm. like Vice documentaries where they were talking about that's how like a lot of people I think it was on ecstasy though. Yeah, no, that was ecstasy back in the day. Do you remember like when it would say a lot of people would have to get like fucking um IV? Well, yeah, shit? they weren't even like that's the thing that was happening with ecstasy a lot. Um, before, or well, even now it still happens, but it's not even that people would OD on it. It's that they would overheat on it because mm-hmm. they'd keep going and keep going and not know your limits and shit. Yeah. And so they'd overheat. To be dehydrated and shit. They'd be not only dehydrated, but their body temp would go up. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? And they had so like a fever in yeah, their like, and shit. Exactly, dude. Imagine you're out there with a fucking 105 degree fever and you're out there on the dance floor and shit. Yeah, that's crazy. So that would fuck you up. And then that affects like your kidneys and shit too that can make your organs shut down. Doug, and this is, I'm not going to go into their two um, full time jobs, but this was where um, during that story, Cavino was saying that Ubering is a tough gig. Because they have to deal with people like Archie that are all fucked up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Doug, I've done plenty of different types of jobs in my life, including Ubering. I Ubered for yeah, know, I like six months or something. Mm-hmm. And that was like a chill ass gig where, you know, you just go drive around, yeah. pick up some people. So there's a difference though. See, you did it sort of just the supplemental income, not really took it seriously. Mm. There's people like Cavino's talking about who do that for a living. Mm. And they deal with all, and you're talking about Yuma, okay? <laughs> They're talking about LA, okay? Yeah. So they deal with all types of um, 
party goers of all ages, you yeah. know, just all kinds of different, like, like, uh, Kavino said he had to deal with a dude with throw up all over his shoes, getting in his fucking car, his oh, personal that's right. Fucking disgusting. So that's totally different than you going, yeah. And picking up some hot chick at <laughs> downtown and taking her like yeah. two blocks to her hotel. You know yeah. what I mean? Way different. Yeah. So but I guess, I guess when it just kind of struck a nerve with me when Gavino said, no, it's a tough gig, you know? No, honestly, all it is, it's, it's a tough gig in the fact that it's the same as any other nighttime entertainment or supportive entertainment, like as yeah. far as a bartender or a fucking server. For at real. Night. You got to deal with fucked up people. And anytime that. you have to deal with people that are um, inebriated, it's, it's a shitty job at that you time. You know what? That you know is what I mean? true because when it comes to like, especially if you're Ubering, uh, you know, whenever like my peak times were when I was driving is like when bars are closing and shit. Mm. So now you're dealing with them at their most fucked up, you know, and that's when people are the most annoying and shit when they're drinking mm. is when they're like they're fucking ready to go home or whatever. Yeah. And their friends are carrying them and shit. And you know? Know, now that we talk about that, you know, it's funny, dude, because huh. you know how you <laughs> you throw out those little scenarios like, man, if I was a chick. I'd just stare at myself in front of the mirror all day and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or or if I was a chick, I'd just be a prostitute. I like fucking anyway. Or a stripper. <laughs> yeah. I, want, I don't care showing myself all naked and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Well, dog, then you think about it and they have to deal with all those drunk dudes. And you'd be all like fucking irritated and shit because everybody's always trying to grab you. And you're like, motherfucker, don't touch me with your nasty ass hands. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So that shit's it. probably all annoying. Yeah. So I guess... I don't know. I guess when... So if you're a prostitute or a stripper or an Uber driver, we feel you. Yeah. We salute you. It's the same shit. <laughs> if you're a stripper, a prostitute, or an Uber driver. For real. Um, hey, if you're an Uber driver, you got fucking bodily oh, fluids you're trying to clean up and shit. You know what? We kind of um, didn't even mention about that Archie Have you ever story. had a dude jacking off in the back of your car? I, I have not. <laughs> Me either, but I can imagine. That'd be fucking gross. Uh, <laughs> the part we missed about that was... Archie, the mission that he went on like the next day to find his yeah, phone. Yeah, that shit's funny, dog. That honestly, was crazy, dog. Honestly, dog, when he told me that, and Kavino's like, well, what the fuck's on your phone? That's what I thought, too. I was like, god damn, what the hell does he have on his phone that he can't lose it that bad? Well, I mean... And I know, it's just like that for anybody, because you have all your contacts But not shit. even that. I mean, what he said, the reason was because he couldn't afford a new one. You know, mm, that is a big reason. That, too. That's a big motivator where you're like, I'm going to be without a phone until further notice. And and especially if you did just get one. Yeah. I remember I had that happen to me mm. where I broke one and then I broke another one. And I was like, now what am I going to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. scenario is being broke is a motivator. But they did say the power of broke that Damon John book. You yeah. Know? But also the power of addiction and shit. Yeah. He was actually like a fucking that's what it reminded me of, like an addict, like. No, no. Yeah. I know. I left. I know. I left my sack in that. In that. In that bag. Yeah. And so you're tracking down your fucking bag and shit. <laughs> so he was like addicted to his phone and shit. So I yeah. know. I know that feeling. Like you know what's it, what I mean is like crazy. Is that he actually used the find my iPhone feature? Mm -hmm. I'm like Doug. I've never known anybody to actually use it. I don't even really know how to use it. To be honest. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I know it's on our phone, and it's like, I think... Does your phone have to be on yeah. for it to find it? Yeah, and that's why he said he was racing against time, because he had, like, 26%. Mm. So, yeah, it has to... No, be and see, I wouldn't even be worried about the battery dying. I would think that whoever took it knew that and would turn, turn it, it off. off immediately. Yeah. yeah. But apparently that dude was some dumb he Honduran. Went, <laughs> he went knocking on tents, Doug. Went, for real. Oh, my God. That fool And, went. Doug, you can't even knock on tents, because they're real. not solid. It's not like... <laughs> It's like you went whisking on tents. Yeah. 
For real. <laughs> then they peek their head out. Scraping on it and shit. When they, Doug, when he says that, I just picture that Dave Chappelle meme where he was like, uh, remember he was like, I get some money for these on the on the Chappelle show. Yeah. I picture him that little crackhead. As like Tyrone them. Biggums? Yeah, for real. That's what I picture peeking out their head like, what? Phone? Get out Red here, you balls. Know? <laughs> it gives you wings. How many? How many? How many? <laughs> man, I'm gonna get some money for these, Doug. I remember, Doug. Remember that one where he goes in the class and then he's like, "I'm gonna teach you all about uh, drugs in your classroom." And he's like, "See these? These ain't markers for drawing kids. These is inhalants. <laughs> <laughs> you smell them like that, get real high." <laughs> Doug, I remember that. That actually takes me back to like seventh grade where we had. Um, it was actually Randy's dad who came in, he was one of the officers mm-hmm. and was talking to us about that. And I like, it was funny cause I don't think I had even really thought about like inhaling markers and shit. Mm-hmm. And he like, put, until they brought yeah, it up, he put, he put like all kinds of shit in my head where he was like talking about, um, about people inhaling markers and like glue and shit and paint and shit. And no, I remember in seventh grade too, now that you bring that up, yeah. um, he went in our class in science class, and I don't know yeah, if you remember. Yeah, it was in science. Mr. Colby. It was in Mr. Colby's. I remember. Were you in my it. science class? I don't think so, but maybe he did Mr. Colby's class all day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could have been. I had it for like third period. Yeah, um, because we had the science teacher at our junior high. His name was Mr. Colby, and he, he sounded like, uh, he's from Minnesota, and he sounded like Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> like, he sounded exactly like Jimmy Stewart. So he's like, you know, I don't want you guys to, to smoke marijuana or anything but but uh, if you do anything i just i, I don't want you to do inhalants I, I would rather you smoke a joint or or, or something like that than than, than do any inhalants because that could really kill you guys i remember yeah. he he for some reason he thought my last name was fritz f-r-i-t-z or something mm-hmm. he'd like fritz i like you <laughs> i remember one time another teacher um who we were friends with we'll yeah. call her miss um what should I call Jones. it? Miss Jones. Me and Mrs. Jones. Because there's another song similar to that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, Mrs. Jones, she told us that um, one time Mr. Kobe went to, um, well, now what is it called? It used to be called Stilettos and Toppers. I don't know. I went to a, a ghetto strip club. Yeah. The ghetto strip club down the street from the school. Yeah. And then one of his former students was dancing and was like, Mr. Kobe, is that you? <laughs> And he Doug. was, like, all embarrassed and shit, and he never went to a strip club again for the rest of his life. Doug, that's how you know he went to, like, a pretty ghetto high school, is that a strip club was, like, a few blocks away from, like, in one of the hood strip clubs. For know? real, dog. It was, like, um, what do you call it? The Bing? Like, the, the freeway, the freeway, the strip club, the fucking, everything was right there and yeah, shit. Yeah, for real. Know? Oh, you know what? Actually, I made a note of this, and it wasn't really even anything they talked about, but the last couple of weeks, Covino's oj impression has been cracking me the fuck up because like mm. they'll all do it like i'm not sure if spot did it before he had his little you know absence or whatever i don't but think so i rem- but rich does it every once in a while but when covino does it it cracks me up though just because like well it, it's not even just his impression but it's the shit he says is funny yeah yeah, you know yeah I mean? that's true and you know what a lot of comics will say that like if you're watching like last comic standing or something where they're giving people notes They'll say, like, it's cool. I mean, anybody can do an impression, mm. but it's your the content that you have. You yeah, know, that makes it a good impression. Yeah, yeah. And that's I think that's what it is that really is that cracks me up because Covino would just, like, randomly go into it. like, And you can see when Rich is trying to, like, kind of nudge him to go into it. He doesn't want to because he's very that 
I'm not your monkey type of person. Yeah. But when he just goes off on it on his own and he's like, hello, Twitter yeah. world. And yeah, for real. He just, damn, dog, it cracks hey, me Twitter up. world. Oh, man. But, this uh, is OJ. And then let me see what else. Anytime, you know what it reminds me of when he does that? Huh? It reminds me of um, Tropic Thunder. Um, what's oh, his name? Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr.'s. Yeah. What you mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. I forgot what his little line was in there. Oh, what do you mean, you people? Remember? What do you mean, you people? Yeah. Doug, I remember coming out of that movie, and you had that impression down, like, freaking, like, on point, and we had just literally came out of the theater when we watched that. And um, I was like, God damn, Johnny, because you'd always have, like, your little Boston impressions and shit. Yeah. And that one was, like, on point right out For of the real, theater. For real, that one, it did get down pretty good. It was like, and, what you talking about? <laughs> what you mean, you people? Yeah, and you, well, you, when we were watching it, you were like, damn and we came out you're like and you used it for what do i look like (laughs) Uh, a white guy playing another white guy playing a black guy (laughs) is that what you think yeah you use that shit for a minute for after that movie for real i'd be on the phone and shit mama this is your son what you mean this ain't your son (laughs) you gave birth to me woman oh my god they had um i have the note says new shows for cavino because he was asking what do you and mean he was asking? He was asking. Oh, to watch. Like to watch. Yeah, yeah. New stuff for him to get into. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dog, he didn't really help like identify what is. He's, he said a lot of what he doesn't like. Yeah. He's like, I know people would think I'm into ballers and shit like that because it's like sports and money and ass. And he's like, but I'm not. Yeah. But he and, didn't say what. Like, yeah. So I was like, well, then what is it that you're into? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He just kept saying shit. And he said another show that he's like, yeah, I know everybody thought I would be into. Oh, yeah. Rich said. Ozark, I thought you would like that yeah. one, and you're not. And he's like, yeah, I know. I just I wasn't feeling it. I had just met Jordan at that time, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So I was like, well, give us an example. I of think it was, like. I think it was, um, it might have been Ozark, or it might have been Stranger Things. He said that he used to watch, like, with his ex-wife. And so that show kind of turned him no, off. No, it wasn't, it wasn't Ozark, because he had said on that episode that... He just met Jordan. He had just met Jordan, so he wasn't really, like, paying attention and shit. So he never yeah. got into it and hooked yeah so it had to have been stranger things i think i watched the first season of that but i never i never followed up when yeah it came out. you know what it was good and same here um i watched the first season yeah but i never went back and watched i don't even know if there's three seasons now I, two or three i don't know at all either. Dog, but the other new show mm-hmm. that i don't know if Cavino's into like that serial killer kind of shit um which but one? mind hunters dude that's a dope ass oh, show man you know what i wanted to watch that i think that was one of the ones that had like recommendation it was recommended on my netflix Mm -hmm. and i just haven't got into it because it's kind of hard for me to like get into like a tv show i'm always like i i have limited time usually to like watch shit um oh yeah that's the one that you and jess were talking about mindhunter Mm -hmm. is it like that's the one you said it's based on a book or some shit no it's based on a true story it's um on on real events of course Mm -hmm. it's um you know it's altered a little bit and shit but um, it's based on the first like FBI profilers, mm-hmm. you know, before they really had the term serial killers. Yeah. And I think it was like in the seventies or something, I want to say sixties or seventies. I can't remember exactly, mm-hmm. but, um, what time it's set, but yeah, it's about the, the dude who actually, um, started that program. One of the founders of the program yeah. and he wrote a book and it's based off of that. Damn. I want to check it out. I really do. Cause I love, I love anything like serial killer shit or like mm-hmm. even when it comes to, like quote unquote, like scary movies. I dig like, Fuck, like no, I suspense hate, and I like hate, serial like, killer and shit like that. I, I don't like like scary movie type shit, like even like suspenseful stuff. Mm-hmm. I I just like serial killer stuff. Yeah. Like um, 
that other show that used to be on that got canceled. And I think it was on Netflix. They took it over for a minute. That one, Hannibal. I never seen it. That show was dope, dude. That guy, he plays like a good ass Hannibal. And so was the other guy who was like his counterpart who was like trying to catch him and shit. Mm. They were both like really, really good as their characters. Especially that dude who played Hannibal. He looks like a fucking psycho. Yeah. He's like some French dude. Every time I see the word Hannibal, I always want to say Hannibal. Hannibal. For some reason. I'm, maybe it's because I'm like dyslexic and shit. Because um, you're all Mexican. Hannibal. Probably. You know how they'll add like an extra R in like motor? The motorcycle or a motorcycle. Like but, um, hey, dude, you want to see my moto? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Carlos's little brother. He's like five, our buddy's little brother. Where we live, a lot of people go to like go off roading and shit, like on their little. We have like sand dunes near us, and we do have like a lot of washes and stuff. So there's a lot of um, all terrain vehicles, like four, yeah. four wheelers or, or like raptors or just any kind of yeah. all terrain vehicle, and even like uh, motocross. So we were talking one day, we had gone to one of our buddies' houses, and he was telling us because they were going to like Golfo or something, huh? For yeah. like Memorial Day or something. And that's like Mexico where they they take there's like sand dunes next to the beach and they just uh, they go all up and down them and shit. <laughs> well, our friend's little brother was like five years old at the time. He'd be like, "Hey, dude, you want to see my moto?" Yeah, he was all little like that, all proud of his little tiny motorcycle. <laughs> it was a, like a little yellow one. Doug, you like, know what? When you told me that story, I picture his ass like a little grown man yeah. with like a chain. <laughs> and his like belly sticking over his shorts well, and he's all was... walking around with a soda in his hand like if it's a beer yeah. and he's like hey dude like a grown-ass little man you yeah. want to see my moto well it's funny because yeah he he had like he was like a little chubby kid so he had like a little belly like that mm. and he was like but you know what i mean like one of those kids off the memes and yeah shit, you know like hey dude <laughs> hey dude you want to see my moto uh shout out to carlos and his little brother if if he's even listening name. yeah um don't get back to him of course i was like their shit's all their shorts and pants shit was kind of obvious. What? What do you mean shorts and pants? Because remember they had, uh, what's his name from the other show? Oh, Chris from the All Out show or yeah. the Rude Jude one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was like, um, they were telling him that he needs to start wearing pants and shit to the office. Yeah. Doug, I, when, when I heard that, I was like, this fool, like, it's not even Doug. Like, they're asking for, like, mm-hmm. freaking pressed, like, slacks or anything. Yeah. Just- well, the only reason why I understand for them why they would feel more relaxed Mm -hmm. and like wouldn't think shorts was a problem is because it's radio yeah but any other office setting dude i would be like come on like you don't instantly think when you come to work you need to wear pants that's the only reason why i would give him like i wouldn't get pissed off like if i was his boss or something because i'd be like okay he's been in radio this whole time so he's used to just coming in however because nobody's gonna see him you know what i mean but see the thing is i think where it's a little different is they have like guests and shit you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah like dog so, if i was in radio like that i would be completely naked pant- under pantsless yeah like not just pantless like chony oh, list well, and shit too of, of, of that i'd be like i'd wonder i'd be sitting there and that'd be like all turning me on like do they know i'm naked right now that <laughs> my dick's right here Doug, well, think about them. what covino said about like sean hannity or whoever he yeah, said, it was Sean Hannity. Was it him? Mm-hmm. Where he when was Layla like, had to go on his show or girl, something? Yeah, had like the top, but no, like no bottoms, like just shorts or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they really do that shit. That's so funny. No, that's like, what he said. He's like, no, they really do do that shit. That's crazy because you see that shit like on TV or whatever, like a movie or whatever, where they're like, the dude gets up and you're like, what the fuck? He was wearing shorts under that. I'm like, this motherfucker really did. I mean, I guess at the same time, I mean, why does he have to wear <laughs> no bottoms and shit? But I mean, he wasn't completely pantsless like you would roll, but 
Yeah, and then they had... Yeah, see, that's the only way. I'm I'm always, like, to one extreme or the other. I don't wear shorts. Yeah. Like, except at my house when yeah. nobody's going to see me. Out in public, I always wear pants. So I'd either... If I was in radio, I'd either be completely pantsless or with pants. Yeah. No shorts. No in between for you? Nope. One of the things that was kind of, like, bothering me because I felt like Covino didn't understand, but maybe he was just being, like, stubborn to be stubborn. But when they were talking about, like, what do you do, like, when your parents pass away... And, like, what do you do with their shit and their accounts and all that? Oh, yeah. That was irritating me, too. Because, um, you know, Rich was trying to bring up, like, the practicalness of it. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, shouldn't the person who's taking care of all that for the whole time get a little extra or something? Yeah. And Kavino's like, well, I make enough money. I don't need none of that shit. I don't want none of that shit. Yeah. And you know what? Everybody says that. But when your parents do pass, there is something that's going to be Doug, sentimental you to you. You know, Covino is going to be one of those. Exactly. That, no, dude. you know, I want dad's um, lucky chain or whatever. Doug, the fuck. if he's still bitching about shit that was lost that doesn't mean anything to him, but it was lost during the divorce because it was his, mm -hmm. then he's, he's going to be bitching about stuff that meant something to him, like that belonged to dad. And uh, one of his sisters, she shouldn't have that because her kids are going to fucking break it or yeah. whatever. And, that, no, and, and one of the things that I felt like, it was bothering me because he kept saying, like, I don't... Okay, let's take the material shit away from it. He was like, I don't want any of that shit, and they could have more money or whatever, or whatever the fuck he was saying. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't, like... Aside from that, there's, like, accounts that need to be closed, and there needs... Yeah, like, honestly, it, it really is. It's where he's taking, like, an immature view of the whole scenario. Mm -hmm. He's, like, thinking of, like, the Barry Goldberg... No, Mom and Dan aren't ever gonna die... You know what I mean? That, yeah. that episode or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's he's just thinking like that. And he's just saying, no, that's not going to happen to yeah. my parents. And so it, it's kind of like immaturity. Yeah. The, the way he talks about it, like how he gets when they talk about it, where he's like, I don't need to. I don't even need to think about it because somebody mm -hmm. else will take care of that or whatever. Yeah. And it was like, it's kind of like, fuck, like. And I guess for for spot it was like a little different because his dad did pass like years before mm. but if it was like Cavino and spots just that type of person where he wants things in order you know because yeah. I mean? he'll even even at work with them for events and stuff he wants to know the head count he just yeah. he's that type of person well they were even know? saying like how he was being with j-rock how he he's like he was being exactly how he is with them, with his own brother you know mm. so they they felt kind of like and he's a younger one too yeah he's a baby um, but yeah, it was, it was just irritating. Cause it was like, fuck man. Like, oh yeah. That's what I was going to say is that like with spot, his like dad passed. So his mom was like the only one. And one of the things that they completely ignored, like I know the kids take over a lot, but they completely ignored the fact that the chances are one of the parents is going to go before the other, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's going to be like the parent that remains and then the kids helping out. So it's going to be the parent that remains doing like a majority of the shit, you know? And, mm -hmm. And I understood what he was saying. Like, it's probably going to be his sister. I forgot which one he said. Yeah. Helping out with that shit. Because there usually is one person who does end up... Like, especially if you're spread all over the country. Yeah. It's going to be one of the ones that live there in the same town as them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because just for practical logistics, it, it wouldn't make sense for that. You know what yeah. I mean? It wouldn't make sense for Cavino to take the lead on it. And he's fucking in Across LA. the country. Or, like, he's got another sister that's, like, in Germany. But there, there always is one... Um, person and usually you know it's like probably the older i'd say or mid to older mm. that takes the initiative and is like okay they handle it because they're used to being that way in the family you know yeah. what i mean yeah so um 
I sort of understand that, but to me, it's just it's kind of annoying how he just shuts it all down like instantly right off the bat. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and that was that was actually one of the conversations where I felt like, for the most part, like or I don't, it's I don't know, kind of I was gonna say for the most part I agree with Kavino, but this was one where I just felt like Rich definitely like had his head on straight, and Kavino was taking a very immature route. You know, I just yeah. felt like Rich, and the only thing that Rich said that was kind of like off putting was kind of like. He was like, I couldn't, I couldn't go through that, or I don't know how people go through it, or whatever. And I know it's just something that you say, but at the same time, I'm like, nobody fucking wants to go through it, or whatever. You just, it, the time comes and you have to, you know. Yeah, it's something that has it, to be. That done was the, the only time. comment that Rich made, where I was like, no, nah, it's kind of stupid. But, but for the most part, I, I did agree with like the things he was saying, and the thing that kind of sucks, and I guess we'll have um, spot back on Monday, but. One of the things that kind of sucks is that we didn't have, like, Spot's point of view, you know? So he couldn't. It was coming from, like, a, a hypothetical scenario from the two of them, you know? Yeah. And um, Rich was, he did hit a good point, but he didn't expand on it a little bit because it does happen in a lot of families, too. Where, like, if there's no real, like, set up will by the person before they die. Yeah. Then the person who does help, sometimes they do feel entitled and they'll fucking try to take everything. Yeah. Like my grandma's scenario. Mm -hmm. It's It was my grandma and her two sisters. Mm -hmm. And their two parents. So her mom died, my great-grandma. And so that left her dad and the three daughters. Okay? My mm -hmm. grandma, my two aunts. Well, one aunt... My grandma is the only one who lives here in Arizona. The rest live in the Bay Area in California. So there was really two daughters and my great-grandfather. And one of them was like a pothead alcoholic. She could barely take care of herself. Mm -hmm. So it was up to my other aunt to basically like um, have my great grandfather live with her and, um, you know, take step care of his day to day. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and my grandma would have, but she's way 500, 600 miles away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But she would like check up on him and she would make trips. But the day to day was left to my other aunt. Yeah. And plus she was single. She didn't have no kids or nothing so she was able to take care of like the scenario was best for her mm -hmm. well anyway um they had always said that um my great-grandparents wishes was for them after they died just sell the house or keep it if they want but divided whatever it is divide it amongst the sisters well my my aunt um we'll call her maggie mm -hmm. she felt entitled since she took care of um my great grandfather the most and yeah. dog it's not like she had him for like a decade yeah she had him for like the last two years of his life oh really yeah <laughs> okay okay you know what i mean yeah. and dog it's not like she had he was fully functioning up until the point he died he just needed somewhere to like, he just basically needed somewhere like to stay arthur yeah. Spooner. yeah yeah dog he 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 she didn't have to change his diaper he wasn't like um he didn't have like alzheimer's and stuff he was like he, he was sharp, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, he could literally, like, go to the bar and stuff. He had a girlfriend and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, so he was, like, fully functioning, dude. Like, yeah. it's not like he needed it. She just would have to take him to his appointments and make sure he took his medication and, yeah. and had dinner, basically. You so know what it I mean? was, like, the most minimal amount of work. On her part. That Yeah. Yeah, when you're taking care of somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah. his dependency was really low. Yeah. You know what I mean? Compared to somebody who's fully, like, full-blown, like, so dementia and stuff. She came back and i guess was so, saying she wanted everything because she did no that? she said that her dad uh my great-grandfather wanted her to have everything for taking care of him oh yeah. she said that 
not that she wanted it. He wanted her to have that. So she yeah. did. I mean, houses, even though it's a regular three-bedroom, two-bath house, it's in the Bay Area. So, dog, it's in a regular residential neighborhood. Yeah. And it's worth over a half a million dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like six hundred or 700000 at the peak of the market. Yeah. So it's not something to just be like, oh, okay, well, you keep it then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, I mean, that's it. That's a good chunk of change. Yeah, definitely. So, um, but yeah, since she took care of him for those last two years, she felt entitled. And so she did. She had everything. Um, I don't know how she did it or whatever, but everything put in her name and it belongs to her now. Mm-hmm. So all her shit. And the other thing was he was an original owner of mm. like, um, I forgot what year it was, but it was like an old Thunderbird. Yeah. And it had only like 30,000 miles and he was the original owner. Dude. Oh, really? So it was like in mint condition. It was just basically in his garage and he would just, he would clean it and polish it and, and drive it just to make sure that it, it, it didn't uh, malfunction yeah, or fucking like the, fuck up from staying there. Yeah. It didn't stay idle too long enough. Yeah. But it was mint, dude. And then, so she kept not just the house, but that everything, even that. And then they had like an RV and you know, RVs are worth a lot. Yeah. She kept that. So she dug, she literally just kept everything because that, she, that's she crazy, said dog. he wanted that her. crazy. Yeah. And then who? And who that car, she fucking sold it, dude. She yeah. didn't even like, and that was something that my grandma, even if she didn't get the house or whatever, she wanted that car just because she knew how much it meant to him. It meant to him. And she remembered like the cruises they would take. So it had like sentimental value to yeah. her, you know? So if anything, that's all she wanted. But my aunt um, sold oh, it. like dollar signs. And yeah. Shit. And so she sold it. That's crazy, Doug. Um, oh, well, I guess um, going into like the middle of the week, they had um, Rich had told a story about when he wanted to scooch into the lane and somebody didn't let him. Do you remember that story or not? Oh, yeah. It was funny, just like um, how, like Kavino said, how it's, um, he's like, I'm glad that happened to you. So now you know how the rest of us live. Because <laughs> yeah. Rich yeah. is always happy-go-lucky. Exactly. Like, everything no. falls in place for him. No, and see, and, um, actually, a lot of the people kept, like, texting and calling in and shit. And they were saying that they actually liked it, just like Kavino said. Because Rich, they said that he's always, like, entitled and shit. Mm-hmm. And then Rich, he got mad. And he was like... What do you mean entitled? What is it? What does um, that have to do with being entitled? And I'm like, he really does. Like, I no, honestly, Doug, I think it's kind of unfair. Why? Because he he's not like he doesn't intentionally think that oh I'm entitled to this or that or mm-hmm. whatever. It's just he's sort of oblivious to how it works for other people. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't think he feels more entitled. Um, to get in the lane over somebody like say Cavino or mm-hmm. whatever. It's just, he's used to, Oh, if you need to get over, go ahead. You know what I mean? He's used to working that way. So yeah. to him, it's like a shock, you know what I mean? When to the rest of us or like, that Kavino says more than the other scenario. Yeah. And, or like Cavino says, they just look at my face and they're like, Oh, fuck you. You stay over there. You know what <laughs> I didn't I mean? hear that. That's yeah. Cavino is like, cause you know how he says he has asshole face. Yeah. So they just look at him and they're like, Oh, look at this Mexican. And just like, Nope, fuck you. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, funny. he's like, so it's nice that that happens to you every once in a while. Yeah. And you could see rich for the most part. He is happy go lucky. So, when he is trying to get in, you know, for the most part, if it's like a chick, she's like, oh, good looking white guy. Oh, come in, you know, or if it's for real. A and little like Lino said, a good looking white guy and his fucking beamer. Yeah, for real. But if you see like Cavino, 
like anybody if it's an older no Cavino and like let's say he has his beard all lined up and yeah. he's like in his little civic and shit he looks like a douche for real he <laughs> he's Mexican Doug, has his and, shit he, all lined if up he has, and he's in a civic and he's in a civic and he has if he's wearing rocking his big ass chain and shit hey yeah. can I get over <laughs> yeah can, can you let me in yeah, no, definitely. You know what I mean? That, like, that is, no. For real, that's a way different scenario. I wouldn't even let him in either. <laughs> but I didn't know him. For real. You're like, hey, buddy, the Jersey Shore's about 5,000 miles that way. Yeah. <laughs> you for know? real. Yeah, and if you saw Rich, you'd be like, oh, he's a normal dude. Let him in. For real. <laughs> oh, this fucking Wonder Bread guy ain't going to do no harm to nobody. Go yeah. ahead, buddy. Uh, the one thing that irritated me on that day, too. What? And I'm like, dog, they need to fucking screen her out of calls. Who? Cool. Fucking Mary Ann. Oh yeah, she all she does is plug Howard. Yeah, like Talk, he needs how, it. Like he needs it. Like he's like he's a brand new show. Yeah, I'm and so she's glad like, hey, this is my friend, dog. It's so annoying because she's always like Howard this and Howard that. Like you're on their show, like fucking talk about them yeah or something you know what no, I mean? and that's, or do you go on howard and fucking talk about camino and rich like that yeah like plug them every fucking Duck, can other you imagine word? if somebody called in a howard and tried to talk about Camino like that he would cut him off so fucking quick by and dog, he would talk shit yeah he'd be like he'd be like who's this fucking dickhead calling my show talking about these two guys For real. you know what i mean and that's fucking disrespectful to be honest yeah and it, it it's fucking irritating doug because when she does it like I know they're just trying to be like company guys and they don't want to be fucked up. But what they'll do is then they'll go on it for a minute and they'll talk about shit that happened on Howard. So then they'll be like, oh, did you hear Brent? To me, it's not that. um, To me, it's that they wouldn't get that reciprocation of, you know what I mean? Because they are, they're like, oh, it's Marianne. She's kind of, you know, she's whatever she is. She's kind of goofy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're like being nice and it's Howard. So yeah, he's, part of the serious family and so we'll let her do this and blah 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 mm-hmm. but i'm like dog they would not get that same reciprocation from howard so yeah. i'm like fuck yeah. that if, it'd be different if it was like um ellis somebody who's like oh yeah um ellis is gonna be there you guys gonna meet up with them or whatever blah yeah. blah it's fine because ellis he fucking calls in he yeah. talks to them and shit you know and what they, I mean? they were even they joked with marianne about howard coming on their show or something and i was like doug like that is like the furthest thing from fucking anything that would happen in life you know mm. howard would not make a fucking appearance on their show for real doug um when did they talk about it was it this week or last week about possibly joe rogan being on their show um i think it was this this week doug that would be so dope i'm hoping for that, but honestly though doug that's another one that won't happen can't you tweet him like a shit ton <laughs> i guess annoy him yeah just annoy the fuck out of him at least he'll be like who the fuck is this guy keep telling me to go on these other stupid ass guys show yeah um yeah i i really see that as like a and i think they might have been joking about it but if they were they weren't i i really don't see that happen i kind of half heard it but it sounded like they were serious yeah i don't remember i just remember hearing it but i thought they were joking but they did joke about Joe later, I think. So I might be com- confusing this too. I think so because I, I, it sounded like they were serious about him possibly being on the show. I don't know why they would say that or why they would think that. Yeah. If they talked to some of his people, maybe. But there was another time that they mentioned him. So who knows? That would be fucking dope. But I really don't see him like, like he rarely even comes on like Burks and like fucking Tom's and like their podcasts. Like Doc, but if he did, I think that would really help them. Not even um, just to like uh, 
get new followers and stuff, but just to build that relationship with mm. somebody like him who has the exposure yeah. that he does. That would, and I if mean, they I did, agree. It would be fucking And if they did ridiculous. hit it off, you know, like how Bert fucking yeah. likes them and shit and like how basically anybody who has stuff in common with them mm. digs them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sure that he would too if he really like sat down and had like a decent conversation with them, realized like, hey, they're okay. They're, you know, they're decent guys or whatever. I think they'd hit it off. I, you know, I do too. And I think, I mean, it would be freaking awesome, but I just don't see it happening. You know? Yeah. I just, no, I, I know it's, I know it's probably a long shot, but I, dog, it would that be would, freaking cool. Yeah. And you dog, know, I hope they fucking hit up Bert and shit. Yeah. Well, did you hear Donnie call in and he, he reminded him like, Hey, isn't today the day you're supposed to. Yeah. Bert. And then, Oh yeah. Mark Paul Gossler. Yeah. Mark Paul Gossler. And then what's his name? The dude who used to be fat in that movie when he was a kid. Oh, Jerry O'Connell? Jerry O'Connell, yeah. The guy who used to be fat. Um, yeah, no, but fuck, man. I really do hope that they, I mean, I know we said this probably the last like five fucking podcasts, but I do hope that they take at least Bert up on it and, you know, follow up with them. Yeah. I don't want to like mention any names to like ruffle any feathers with anybody, but Doug, did you see the post in the Carl page where people were upset about Kavino and Rich not going to the Vegas one. Yeah, it was kind of annoying. I was like, I would be annoyed if I was them. They never said, hey, we're going. We plan to and go. And flaking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, people are acting like they're fucking flaking on it. when, Or, um, oh, you guys set the, the date around the same time that's messed up. Like, they didn't consider that. They don't go on the Caro page, look at all and the shit we schedule. got going on. And then plan their schedule around what we're doing at that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. And when I heard that, I was like, Doug, they do. And I put that, I commented on, on the post and I was like, they do so much. Like, Doug, if. Yeah. And we, I'm not trying to kiss their ass because it really sounds like we're doing that right now. No, I'm, but I'm Doug, just speaking from it, my it, fucking honest opinion. But yeah, that's where it comes in where Carl's feel entitled since they're so interactive. Yeah. That like how I said um, last time, well. People are bitching like, oh, well, um, or no, it was you that was like, well, why don't they come and do a show over here and blah, blah, blah. I was like, dog, they're doing that because they they want to like extra, like mm. the road trips and shit. It's not because, and the same thing, like had they gone to that Vegas thing, that would have been extra them doing it yeah, on their own. Yeah, no, and it, it just like, I'm like, yeah, if they would have gone or they would have had the time, you know, like say they even only had their show. And Covino didn't have all the shit going on where, you know, he gets his daughter on certain days and like, say they just had like a, a pretty normal shit where they, they didn't have their ESPN gig where that takes up more time and more, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, their time's real limited. It's as it is. really limited. And then I could see at that point people being a little irritated, but I'm just like, fuck, they have so much shit going on. And Rich addressed it. He was like, listen, there's like custody shit and. Well, Doug, yeah, like, I just can't see how people would automatically assume just because you plan something that they're going to go and show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that has nothing to do with them. You can't just say, I mean, other then you could be like, oh, it's my birthday. I'm going to do something with Carl's and yeah. expect Kavino and Rich to show up just because you planned something. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? just, I just like, and it's like kind of really like, selfish. I, um, you said, um, that it sounds like we're like, you know, swinging from their nuts, but I really, honestly, that's just like an honest to God opinion where I'm just like, fuck, like 
for real. They don't do enough. Like it, like I said earlier. And that's it's what I said. Like, it's it's kind of like a two edged sword. Like them being so interactive. Like it helps them get loyal ass listeners. Mm-hmm. Like because we are hella loyal to them. Like we'll drop every other show if they told us to or whatever. Yeah. Because they're so interactive with us. But at the same time, that means some dumbasses think that that makes them entitled to their yeah. time and shit. Well, think you know about I mean? it. Like even when Blind Brian, I mean, he, I mean, doesn't call in as much anymore. But for a while there, he was calling in like, you know, once a week or a couple times a week and say, hey, can you come on my podcast? You know? And like, they, yeah, they, they're they very nice. Yeah. And see, even with our show, we never ask them, say, hey, we're doing this after show for you guys. Um, shout us out. Mm-hmm. We never ask them to do any of that. We don't, um, I mean, we hope they listen. But we don't ask them to ever talk about our show or whatever because we're not affiliated with them. Yeah. And we don't, like how Blind, Blind Brian would ask them to come on. Yeah. We're not going to do that and try to use that, hey, we're your show, so come on our show. You yeah. know what I mean? No, and like there was even, there's been times where um, like Joey would call in and say, oh, yeah, the after show, whatever. And I'm like, fuck. And I texted them a couple of times he did that. And I was like, hey. That's not coming from us. That is definitely not like we're a little smarter than that. You know? Yeah, and exactly. And that's what it is, is people aren't self-aware that they're um, stepping. They're overstepping. They're overstepping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like big time. I mean, that's like people imposing themselves. And it's kind of like that's how you know your friends and stuff mm-hmm. compared mm-hmm. to people who aren't in your circle. Because your friends would know, like, you know when you're overstepping with your friends. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? And see, when it came to, um, and what was I going to say Some people just Joey? aren't aware, you know? You know, last year for your birthday, we had gone to the studio, right? Which was last October. Yeah. And I wanted to go again, like, around your birthday, maybe even, like, a week or two after your birthday, just, like, in that general area, right? Mm-hmm. And I was already thinking about it. I was like, oh, that would be cool if we could go. But I was like, I do not want them to think if we did go that we're we trying would to say, plug. Exactly. And I would like I No, wanted, you would you would send the message saying that, hey, yeah. we're not going, we're not trying to get airtime, we're not trying to plug our show. Yeah. We just want to go and sit in the studio. Yeah, and I, I already thought about that. I go, if I reach out to Spot and like cause we're gonna go or whatever, I was like, I'm gonna tell him, hey. We're not looking for any fucking promo. We're not, we like, you know, we're just coming for Johnny's birthday again. And mm-hmm. that's just all it is. Like, it's cool. It would be like, be cool if we could do like an annual thing around your birthday for us, mm-hmm. you know, not for fucking airtime, which, yeah, if they fucking offered, that'd be cool to plug it or whatever. But that is like not our intention, you know? And Doug, and see, that's the other thing is, I, I don't know if that's just, it depends on where you were raised or how you were raised, mm-hmm. like the way you act and expect things from people like that. Yeah. But like us, we don't expect them to do anything for us. We don't expect that if we become friends with them, it's going to benefit us in some yeah. way. But other people apparently expect that, hey, we listen to your show, we support you, fucking come and hang out with us. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, no. And to me, that's like... Um, I don't want to say rude, but it's like... I feel like it, you're it, kind of using them. Yeah. So it is kind of rude, you know? Yeah, dude. I'm like, fuck. So that's it. Like, you're only going to be cool with them if, if they fucking do shit for yeah. you. Like, that's, But the, the second they don't, you're just going to fucking... Oh, well, I'm going to go listen. Well, that's fucked up. You know what I mean? You know what? And there, there's and a, hate on them because of that. There's a, a pretty um, known listener, so I'm not going to call him out by, by name, but 
you know, that would get like a lot of time when he would call and stuff. And he actually started like kind of gravitating towards a different show that would give him that, you know, time of day, which Kavino and Rich always gave it to him, but they, he could, I guess, I don't know if he could feel that they were kind of like, all right, man, make it short or make it quick, you know? Mm. But then he kind of gravitated and I was like, okay, so are you really a fan of them or are you just, you know, gravitating towards this show because they give you um, a voice or whatever, yeah, you know, they give you a little platform to do your little spiel or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and that's, I, I guess when you're in that position where you're, uh, they're not like famous or anything, but when you are a personality like that in yeah. the entertainment business, I mean, that's the stuff where you just always have to know that, yeah, there's going to be people who genuinely like you or genuinely want to be friends. And then there's going to be people who are going to want something from you. Mm -hmm. And majority of the people are going to want, hey, man, haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, Check this out. I have this good opportunity for you. Hey, do you you want to listen to my demo? You know, like if you fucking, if you're in a band or something. And honestly, that's one, the, the one thing we have going for us, at least I think we do, is we're confident in ourselves that, Hey, you know what? If we're good enough and people like us enough, what they hear, then it'll come naturally. Mm -hmm. Somebody will hear it or they'll give it to somebody if they think it's okay. We don't have to fucking, I mean, yeah, like we always try to be strategic and, um, you know what I mean? Like trying to get people on their show, like tweeting, like how you tweet and shit. Yeah. But we're not going to, um, use somebody to, to advance us yeah and you know like it's crazy because like we're you know we've been talking about we do this shit we do this podcast from my house from my my apartment but i'm like we're thinking about actually um on my mom's property actually like building a little studio yeah so basically building a little studio so we'll have you know somewhere to go and do it and we're thinking yeah maybe in the next like year or so that could get done where it'll be you know full freaking like exactly how we want it and we're so we're not even thinking well fuck if we don't get picked up in the next month from whatever we're not gonna do it anymore we're thinking already like cool man we could have like our freaking our little studio that we can go and we can do this on a more regular basis and maybe even a couple of times a week you know and set it up so that people can call yeah so like and and that's how you know that we're like genuine about it you know like we really do dig doing it you know yeah and see and that's the hard thing like especially these days because a lot of people are so fake it's weeding out i mean it's even that way in relationships Mm -hmm. you know what i mean people could tell you uh, and like fuck i don't really want to overstep but like how um cavino was like when the one of the reasons why he liked jordan initially was because she was like oh yeah i want to she's in her late 20s she wants to settle down and and have a family now and blah blah mm-hmm. blah but then they come to this issue where okay uh melody she was acting up when she met her or whatever and so now it's been two years and they don't really have a relationship jordan's not really going for it so in my mind i'm like wait did she really want all that and was she really prepared to jump into a situation like this mm-hmm. or was it just lip service because that's really the problem when you're meeting people whether it's friends or you're trying to get into a relationship with somebody. Yeah. It's um, what was just lip service and what was real. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because so much, so many people are just full of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And And everybody wants what they want for them. And then that's it. You know what I mean? Like once they get that, they're either all right, peace or um, 
they just won't even fuck with you if they can't if they can't get it. You yeah. know what I mean? No, I feel you completely. Um, they had mentioned, you know how they always play their game, their pain cave game. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, real quick before I go into my little point or whatever, they uh, one thing that surprised me about this week when they played with Archie is that I'm like, I know he's only like 25. But I just figured him being a like a young black dude, I figured like boys to men and shit was like in his wheelhouse, you know? Mm. And when they played the pain cave game for I'll Make Love to You, like one of the most like iconic songs, you know, yeah. of the last like, however 20 years or whatever. And or probably more than that, because it probably came out more than 20 years ago. But I just feel like when when Archie was struggling with it, I was like, for real? Like, I'll make love to you, you know? But I mean, I guess he is like you know, more than five years younger than us. Yeah. So to us, even though it's like automatic, he was kind of like, oh, and then there was another thing he said when they, they said, you want to be our grunge brother, right? And remember, they were talking about him being a DJ, the grunge DJ. And he goes, oh, is that rock or country? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, he, he doesn't really like, I'm like, that's how fucking old I am now that I just assumed that he was going to know grunge is rock, you know? Yeah. But um, no, I caught that too when he was like, Wait, what is that? <laughs> oh, and one of the things that when they were playing the song, Covino said, he said, did you see how black Archie got? He goes, I turned around and he was wearing a do-rag. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they were talking about it would be cool if there was a show, you know, like their pain cave where you had to finish the lyrics and shit. Dog, and there was a show. They had a show called Don't Forget the Lyrics. Oh, I And it was, it. Um, I used to actually watch it. And it was dope because it was kind of the same concept where... They would play like a line and then you had to like finish it or you had to like, they had like a little screen and you can click A, B, C, or D. So they would start playing it and you'd have to hit it real quick, you know, and whatever team hit it first or whatever. But it was like pretty much the same concept. And I figured they would have heard of it because it was hosted by Mark McGrath and they're like kind of homies or whatever. But um, when they were talking about it and they're like, yeah, it could be a TV show. I'm like, it already was. (laughs) Yeah. They were talking about the... um, actors on like tv shows with more than one iconic tv role oh yeah and, like um, david hasselhoff and shit. yeah and i think a couple of people they forgot were or not even forgot but i just figured like were worth mentioning were like tim allen because of course he had home improvement and then last, no, man, last standing. man standing yeah and last man standing even though it's not like completely my shit like i dig it it's still like a pretty big show you know hmm. and then of course johnny galecki was David from Roseanne, and I felt like that was a pretty notable character. And then, of course, Leonard from Big Bang. And then... Dog, um, a little side character who had two shows was um, Jerry Stiller. He was oh, George's dad. Yeah, George's and, dad, and then Arthur Spooner. Yeah, and then even Elaine. She was Elaine, and then she was in Veep. Yeah, on, well, on they the mentioned TV. her because oh, they she, had, she had three shows. Yeah, see, I didn't remember which... Um, they had... Um, I forget what the third one was, but they mentioned her. And then... Um, Oh, you know what? I never, I never watched. Frasier, he was on Cheers, and then Frasier. Oh, somebody mentioned that, and mm. he goes, "I think you were thinking of um of Frasier." And Cavino goes, "I never think about Frasier." Yeah, I remember shit. that. I heard that. But um, I never, I never followed up on their Now or Never show because Janelle was supposed to watch um Varsity Blues. Oh yeah, that was your shit. Remember? Yeah, I used to love that back in high school. I'm almost done with Johnny, and then I'm gonna play with you. Okay. Okay. That was pretty much it. I mean, we had we had we talked about a shit ton of things. There was was there anything else that you wanted to talk about before we ended up wrapping it up? No. As always, you can find us on 
Google Podcasts, not Google Play. I saw we had a message from somebody where they, they said they couldn't find us on Google Play, but we're not on Google Play. We're on Google Podcasts. Uh, okay. um, that was the difference. So there's Stitcher, um, Spotify, iTunes, whatever. We're the after show, but later. Doug, I so, don't even know what some of this shit is. I don't even know what the fuck Stitcher is. What is um, that? It's just another podcast thing. Like they have th- uh, something else called, um, not Dropbox. And they, what's Spotify? Doug, you know what Spotify is. No, I, I've never used it. But is it like a Pandora or is it like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's basically like a Pandora. Um, there are some differences to like Spotify. To well, yeah, like, we can't get on Pandora, but. Um, so yeah, but but Spotify is actually so you can upload your own content on Spotify. Spotify is super freaking popular, Doug. Like, yeah, really? I know it's popular because um, that's how like a lot of new artists get discovered is on Spotify when they have like all kinds of views and shit. And the thing I like about Spotify, but I've never used it that personally. Could, the thing that's cool about Spotify is you can actually go like you know when you go to like Pandora. Maybe they've changed it in the last couple of years because I haven't been that big on Pandora. But before, you know how Pandora, you can play like, oh, I'm gonna play a fucking johnny cash song and then you make a station out of it Mm. well the cool thing about spotify was that you could do i want to hear johnny cash and only johnny cash so you would play artists basically you know so it'd be random songs unless you paid for the premium but it would be like random songs of him yeah that was like one of the cool things about it but yeah so we're um everywhere itunes spotify um stitcher um i think we're on like 10 platforms right now doug so i can't even think about 10 so just continue to like us, listen, um, after show. Just don't follow out, us home. Follow us everywhere. Well, I guess but, if you want to see all that, but I mean, I'm telling you, it's not that interesting. Yeah, you're going to see me sitting on the couch watching fucking YouTube videos. Just so, be in the bathroom, episode. putting my leg on the counter, like trying to shave my asshole and shit. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, if you're into that kind of thing, fuck it. I don't care. All right. Uh, until episode 29, Jenny. All right. Later. It's the after show, but later. After, after. Do it for Jenny. For all the Carl. Three hours ain't enough. You look like a fucking monkey! I call this the big black machine. If they can't even fit inside the building. That's what I love about these high school girls. Fucking monkey! I get older, they stay the same age. Daniel, have your fits in the studio. We can't stop them. Take, take it easy, Matos.